0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Reimagined podcast. This is going to be something of a monologue from my good self. I'm here to talk today about uh, retreats. Why would you go to a retreat? What different kind of retreats are there out there? Why are men not so typically drawn to them? And why the retreat that I've co-created is a little bit different to the common men's retreats out there and why I think you should all come to it. We have one coming up in a couple of weeks and there are a couple of spots left. I'm not here to do a shameless self-promotion. My hope is that this uh, podcast will offer you value no matter when you listen to it. And if there's another one of ours coming up and you want to check it out, fantastic. If you realize that the kind of retreat that I offer is not your thing at all, great. You found clarity and you know where uh, where else to go searching. So let's kind of just start off with defining what a retreat is it's not something that men are typically drawn to men don't run to invest their time and money in sitting around in a space that they perceive they're doing very little in I have a feeling it's because men have a hard time switching off and and the idea of signing up to go and do very little seems alien seems kind of scary seems weird maybe all of the above classic retreats can involve you know detoxing so you would go to a nice sunny location hopefully out in nature and you're going to relax and you're going to eat extremely healthy food and you're going to drink healthy juices and not you know eat pizza and, and smoke and drink etc in order to recharge the body and in between that there's probably going to be some yoga some mindfulness some opportunity out in nature to, to do something relaxed. And there's a lot of space in between all of this. In the retreats that I've been invited to teach at, whether it was yoga, breath work, meditation, whatever, in the past, it always surprised me when after I finished doing my thing, people had like the rest of the afternoon to just hang around. And from my mind, my overthinking, very busy mind, I'm like, what do you do here? What do they do now? And the retreat owners would say, yeah, they relax. They, they do nothing. Maybe they read a book. And I've come to learn and experience in recent years that that's a very, very important thing for, uh, for me to give myself and for a lot of people out there as well. In our stressful, daily, busy lives, we do more than enough of the doing, of the active stuff and not enough of the chilling. And so when we're put in a space, when we invest in a space where it's just spaciousness it's a very, very healthy thing. Sometimes things come up in that space which we've been avoiding, which we have been unconsciously suppressing, which we haven't had time to deal with. The loss of a relationship, the, we didn't get the promotion, um, anything. There can be several things that can be going on in our lives that we haven't had time to really acknowledge and process. And giving the body and the mind the time to do that in, in, in a space that's relaxing, healing, safe and healthy kind of makes a lot of sense. These experiences are typically mixed or they're for women and well and good. We can also talk about um, yoga retreats. Again, they're going to typically invo- uh, invite or attract rather more women than men. So be it. They are—they're also kind of plant medicine retreats, and we're talking specifically ayahuasca or any of the kind of um, more modern approaches to uh, diving into the self and healing. These are a different category, I would say. I don't feel like retreat is an appropriate word because you you can't retreat from anything when you're dosed up to the eyeballs and in a very powerful psychedelic. But I put them on the more extreme end and. They're, they're kind of a different topic altogether and um, very, very interesting and exciting when you're in the right space. When we start to talk about men's retreats, they tend to be a little different. Men's retreats tend to be much more engaged. They tend to be much more active because I feel like men want to be doing and moving around and they have a lot of energy that they want to work with interestingly my good friend Malcolm as you know from the podcast you know the co-founder of it he invited me to a men's retreat that he organized in Bali very recently and he wanted to do the less is more approach he wanted to do the let's stop doing men's work let's just start to normalize the idea that men coming together and just doing nothing can also be a thing and I joined him and there was probably 10 of us there in total and we did the classic retreat thing we did yoga in the morning which he led we had very healthy food there were walks in nature through local villages and there was a campfire at night a a, a circle and not a classic men's circle whether there's a theme or you know there's a share It was very open. There was no structure. And I think for men, again, that's kind of not normal. And so there was a sense of just being able to relax, hang around a fire, and just kind of see what came out. Occasionally a prompt from someone. And someone like me craves depth, craves more, craves the work. And so initially it was kind of strange for me to drop into this space, especially as a facilitator and learn to take my hat off. But when I just became a regular human, In an experience, I was able to sit back and get a book out and read it and move through the kind of guilt of I should be doing more. And of course, once one settles into a space, it is deeply relaxing and deeply healing. And these men, by the end of it, came out with actual transformations. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but... Some of their comments were like, this was transformational for me in just learning that I can, I should, I need to, I deserve to take a big step back from my incredibly hectic and busy life and just recover and just retreat from it all. So applause to Malcolm for seeing that potential and setting that up and no doubt there'll be many more of those to come. And I hope that that approach to uh, a men's retreat becomes normalized as well because it's very very needed but if we come back to what is a a typical men's retreat that you'll experience as I said before it tends to be much more engaged there is typically a sense of physicality and challenge and that can look like you know whether it's kind of going for runs in the morning whether there's a a boot camp for example a workout whether you're going. hiking up in a mountain there's there's often a sense of uh, challenge and and endurance as well fasting comes into it again there are some uh, retreats that will do it in more extreme ways than others some won't tell you so it's just kind of playing with the mind but helping you to tap back into a sense of masculine energy that you do have inside you that you've probably forgotten about or never realized you had it's one way to go about doing that, and it's not for everyone, but I respect this approach to bringing out that fire in us that makes us respond to these challenges by being put in tough environments. There's also often a, <clears throat> an angle of working with uh, emotions and bringing out and, and releasing anger, shame, rage, and, and even sadness. There are different ways of doing that and it's often done in a room where we're all together and, and you may well see uh, images or videos of of men being supported literally physically as they their, their body collapses whilst they scream with rage and release pent-up frustration, anger on who knows what subject or subjects. Perhaps it's f- from their lineage but it's out there in the open now. There are similar images available of men picking up um, bolsters, you know, these soft yogic sort of cushions and just beating them on the ground rather than beat the ground itself a little bit safer. And just just physically releasing all of this emotional tension that has been stored up inside them. And when there is like this sense of catharsis almost, especially between a group of men and your witness doing that and then at the end of it you are, if it's done well, You are held and supported physically and and told, good job. That was welcome here, that is welcome here. That can be deeply profound because I know a lot of men, I think a lot of us struggle to think that it's okay to even feel these emotions, yet alone express them. How do we safely express these emotions that are pent up inside us? And then when we don't, we suppress them and that's when bad things start to happen. We get illnesses we get stressed or we lash out at other people and of course we want to avoid doing this so all of these approaches all of these um, ways of helping us get our emotions out of into the open have a very pure intention which is tapping back into like I said that sense of masculine energy that exists in, in all humans actually but we can talk about just men here and just working with it rather than avoiding and not talking there is as was in Malcolm's uh, retreat a sense of or a practice of sharing in circles but here there's often a lot more structure to it there's often a theme or there are themes over the days where we'll start to talk about certain issues whether it's polarity whether it's what it what it means to be a man maybe it's personal challenges men are encouraged to learn to be more authentic and honest and the more that that happens the more it breeds a sense of bonding and trust again we're told not to be weak that's kind of whether it's uh, direct or it's kind of implicit from how we're brought up men showing weakness is uh, you know it's not a good trait we're taught that it's not a good trait and so that idea of being vulnerable it takes time to break down these these barriers this armor that we put on, on ourselves and so it's kind of ironic where you see a lot of men that kind of muscled up you know man buns (laughs) screaming and roaring but then there is a moment when they can break and there is a sense of wow I'm really struggling and inside I feel like I'm worthless actually and being witnessed in this is very very powerful so being more authentic sharing what your struggles are in order to feel like hey I'm actually not alone in this There are also what you could call immersions. And an immersion by definition would be um, you're absolutely immersed in this experience. There is very little time off. If one extreme is the classic retreat where there's hours in the day where you just do your own thing. Then we've got men's retreats where there's much more of a structure to things. An immersion is like as I've been on with one of my teachers twice and it was beautiful. You're up to meet at 6 a.m. to go for a walk through the rice paddies in silence to then do the yoga and meditation to then have breakfast to then come back and do a workshop and dot 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 all the way through until something like 10pm at night there is no time for yourself this is a very different experience it's a profound experience and it's, also going to, it's going to go deeper as a result you're constantly around there's no time for you to dive off I think there's often a missed opportunity for reflection But it's a different experience. You can reflect in retreat, whereas in an immersion, you are all in. And the level of transformation, awakening, realization about who you are, what it is that you're actually struggling with and why, and how you can move through that, is, in my experience, much deeper. Experienced teachers of men's work that have been around for a while or have learned and studied hard under the original kind of founders of men's work going back to the 70s, 80s, bigger names like David Data for example and people that have worked under or with him they have the experience to teach and share mythopoetic concepts of men's work and that's a separate podcast altogether but there's also the chance to go into embodied work And this requires a depth of skill and experience to bring men into their bodies to start helping them move and express themselves, not just in that kind of cathartic rage kind of way, but also in a um, a softer way. How can we reconnect to the softness inside us? Because what a lot of these places miss, in my opinion, is the integration afterwards to yes, release, yes, connect. But when you're back in the real world on your own, in your job, where's the connection to the part of you that? needs to be held needs to be taken care of and how can you learn to do that not just from this tough perspective and putting putting your armor back on but learning to be softer with yourself and with other people because surely that skill is uh, something that needs to be trained as well so all of these experiences these approaches these retreats what are they giving us they're giving us a sense of growth coming out of ourselves and becoming a different version of ourselves if only for a period of time hopefully we can integrate that back into the real world but also a sense of bonding men if they do sign up for kind of experiences together they tend to be together with other men whether it's a booze cruise whether it's a surf trip a hike something like that and You can also get that sense of bonding, but when there are, when it's facilitated in a way, this sense of bonding to men you've never met before, and yet suddenly you have a deeper trust and connection to, and that happens consistently, especially with the retreats that I co lead. Fostering connection and trust and bonding within a day with men you've never met before because you're doing activities that you've never done with other men before, that's pretty special. So growth and bonding are the kind of the key, I would say, aims and benefits that you'll get from these kind of retreats. Here's where I want to pivot and start talking about some of the things that I think maybe are missing and some of the areas I'd love to see uh, more growth in, in in these retreats because You could list and a lot of men's retreats look very similar in terms of the modalities and the activities whether it's like ice baths hikes breath work etc like it's not the activity itself but how you use it that can be most beneficial i think and so for example an ice bath can be used as a way to achieve sit through survive and be taught about its health benefits etc or it can be taught as a metaphor for surrender where the part of you that wants to champion this and and beat it and overcome it and show off and be look safe and big etc takes the back seat and you're willing to actually show that part of you that's pretty scared and really in discomfort it's just an example of how we can start to use these different modalities uh, in a different way but a lot of these a lot of men's work seems to get caught up around the question of what it means to be a man. And I'm kind of really coming to the conclusion that that's not actually the most helpful question. I just don't see women getting caught up about what it means to be a woman so much as what are my limits and how can I move past them. And I think men holding on to roles and these kind of expected attributes that we have and leaning back into them and feeling more like a man, in air quotes, coming out of these retreats. I question how useful that is. But hey, that's a separate podcast coming up around the discussion of these words masculine and feminine and where men find themselves today. But I think it's worth just bringing up here um, as I talk about retreats because a different approach I think is needed. I actually really question the use of peak experiences without healthy integration and what I mean by that is whether it's incredibly intense breath work like do you have some qualified therapists that are there to support these men or these humans as they go through this experience and afterwards because profound things happen same with ayahuasca actually but again separate topic I really worry about how cathartic Uh, these experiences are trying to be made for people and when I see um, physicality and challenge used in such a way where men are like given boxing gloves and just told to go at each other I think we're playing with fire a little bit here I think there are healthier ways to work with physicality and challenge coming from a place of high regard not just let's just rage and then hopefully hug at the end and bond I think that's not the healthiest and most conscious aware way to go about it I really question the use of cameras in these spaces as well I know that it looks powerful and it's a great way to market, it but anytime there's a camera in there is the, is the experience of a man having some form of catharsis genuine and is it appropriate to have a camera stuck in there in a moment of real transformation and true vulnerability I know men sign up on these forms for this stuff to be put out there, but therapists and people who work in psychotherapy that I know strongly agree that this is super inappropriate. So it's a fine line and it's a question, but how do we promote the value of these retreats and get that across without sticking cameras in people's faces? It's um, it's a question of integrity for me and I I don't have an answer, but I definitely choose not to do it. And again, I just want to, emphasize like I really question the overemphasis on endurance and challenge and pushing for catharsis I also question how helpful it is to focus on so many of these sort of ritualistic um, aspects of what men are and war paint and <laughs> bare chests like it's one way to help us tap back into a sense of really primal energy that I do believe we've lost and it's healthy to remember but I'm not sure that's the best way to go about it and I think it's actually missing uh, another key piece of opening our hearts in some way all of this stuff leaves us with a strong feeling of catharsis, of um, transformation, of brotherhood of being back in our bodies which feels beautiful And this strong feeling reverberates back into our lives and it increases sexual polarity with our partners because they're like, oh, who is this guy? There's, There's a much more masculine, in inverted commas, version of him right now. Although again, I've got stories and I've shared them here before of where that's also gone awry because he doesn't know how to work with that power yet and can often get it wrong. But it can increase sexual polarity for a time. But ultimately, I feel it leaves us in the same place that we've always been. And that is not truly expanding into, yes, our sense of self-integration, not integration, sorry, self and um, our sense of a powerful self, but also expanding into the other direction of becoming much more emotionally aware and intelligent in ways that I believe that we really, really need to be of a separate podcast coming up on this topic spreading out throughout men's work but it's worth mentioning here in the context of retreats as well because the approach and the the how of what we're using and where we're ultimately aiming for is what I would call my differentiator and by that I mean what makes the retreats that I've co-created and I'm very passionate about different to some of these and that's not to make the claim that they're better again I don't like that approach I don't like throwing that level of certainty out there but with the retreats we've run we've had some profound shifts for the kind of men that are looking for these experiences and might find the the intensity of man bun bare chested <laughs> war paint roaring into the fire type men's work a little intense and I'll talk more about that in part two after this little musical thing <laughs> So let's dive into this retreat that I've co-created and, and co-lead with my friends Jakob and Heiko. Going back to the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned that I didn't want this to be a shameless self-promotion and that's really the part of me that uh, doesn't love marketing his things and doesn't enjoy personal branding and making it all about me, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But I just want to put that to one side and say that, well, this is a promotion um, but there's nothing shameless about it. I'm, I'm really proud of what we've created and the, the feedback that we've got. And so I hope this resource lands with you whenever you're listening to it. And if, if, if this retreat sounds like your kind of thing, then uh, yeah, maybe come check it out or let somebody else know that you think might value it too. Uh, we have a website. I'll reference it again at the end, but it's kind of easy to remember. It's mensretreat.net. And you can find everything you need there in terms of info, frequently asked questions, dates, ways to book, etc. So to contrast this with some of the uh, other approaches that I mentioned, I guess the main thing to highlight or point out is that I want to emphasize inquiry over imposition and intensity. What do I mean by that? There's a lot of intensity that uh, one can find in other, other experiences, other men's retreats. And well and good if you're someone that seeks that high intensity and, and uh, high performance kind of mindset and you want to release and you want to really have peak experiences. This is a bit more chilled. We will dive deep, but without the intensity. That's uh, the best way I can describe it. And I really want to invite you to inquire. We're going to invite you to inquire rather than try and find something, some kind of revelation through some kind of intense peak experience. I can reference that through the years of breathwork experience as one of the first Wim Hof instructors. Seeing even Wim kind of just jack up the level of intensity in even his own breathing method to levels where people just squeezing their heads and their eyes in order to have some kind of really intense experience and it's missing something there is value in the subtle there is value in the depth and it doesn't come as Wim used to say like you know there's no force force doesn't achieve anything and so it's the same with these kind of uh, experiences so maybe you'll feel some anger at some point but there's a way to express that that isn't intense and I want you to inquire and I don't want to. impose my views on you we don't want to uh, impose any way of thinking onto you either about this is what it means to be a man so that's kind of uh, the first thing that I'd want to make super super clear this is going to be for you if you are um, it's probably not for you if you're someone that seeks peak experiences and you're chasing kind of high performance high intensity uh, workshops like cool if that is you but you're probably going to be a little bit too much (laughs) in this space Um, like I said we're seeking depth of connection and insight and awareness through yes physicality and uh, some peak experiences but this is going to be more attractive and interesting to the man that kind of sits back and is you know quite reflective um, maybe relates to being a bit more kind of sensitive in some way And especially people that identify, or men that identify as nice guys. Um, And that's a separate topic. And if you're interested in understanding, am I a nice guy? I don't think I am. Uh, I've got a whole episode, a whole podcast on uh, what it means to be a nice guy. And you might be surprised. I am a recovering nice guy and I never thought I was nice all the time. But that's not really what it's about. So um, if you're someone that, in short, is... uh, kind of struggles to make sure that their needs are met in life and that they're not someone that is able to kind of you know clearly express how they think and they feel they're not always taken seriously they'd rather keep the peace than actually say hang on this doesn't feel right to me or actually you know what I'd rather go and do this instead of that and you just keep the peace especially with uh, your partner you know um, at work then you could be a nice guy you could have this nice guy syndrome thing going on and while this retreat is not a cure for that it tends to bring in men that are kind of a bit more reflective and and have so much to say on the inside but don't have the experience or the spaces to practice really getting that across so uh, this tends to attract that kind of guy as well and just in general if you are someone that Wants to feel more grounded and connected to yourself and other men. If you want to clear your head from the stress of work in everyday life. If you're longing for a space to to think and reflect. And you like exploring personal growth and um, transformative experiences. Keep listening. If you're someone that really values kind of deep and authentic conversations, connections. And maybe you're kind of looking for a bit more spark and a bit more fresh kind of drive and impetus in your life at the moment and you're ready for an adventure out in the incredibly beautiful Danish nature keep listening when we sat down and put this together myself Jakob and Heiko we were aware of this question what does it mean to be a man today but moreover it's like what does it even mean to be you And what does brotherhood mean to you? So it's really a combination of not just like this men's stuff, but like there's a personal element to it. Because my personal approach to any of this work is you start with yourself. Get clear on who you are inside, what you want, what your needs are, how you've been behaving, what patterns you carry are from that place, when you've kind of shifted, then you can much better kind of connect with the kind of people that you want to in the way that you want to. And so this retreat is uh, it's really a combination of those things. We're not getting lost in the topic of like being men and losing ourselves and abandoning perhaps a really important part of us. Many of us have grown up among really mixed signals and answers to these kind of questions. Many of them are quite unhealthy, and a lot of us can relate to states of inner conflict, competition and comparison with other men, a sense of carelessness in the way that we've uh, behaved in moments with uh, partners. And sometimes that sense of isolation, loneliness, and even depression. Men in particular struggle to relate and connect and are honest about the fact that they're struggling and I don't want to paint a picture that it's just a bunch of men in a circle holding each other's shoulders weeping about how difficult their lives are <laughs> that there may be a moment where someone shares that and it's a beautiful thing because often there's a few other hands that are like yeah me too I was scared to actually say that thank you but there's also celebrating how good it feels to actually be around other men without distractions And I really want to emphasize a balance of these words, masculine and feminine, what that even means to us in this retreat. But a balance of like depth, but also brevity, like fun, that kind of light connection that we really enjoy. And sometimes some of us have rarely experienced with other men and we feel a bit unsure around each other, but very quickly we can jump in and with playful kind of movement, um, and physicality challenges There's there's this beautiful bond that can develop and always develops and it's a balance of these two things it's a balance of understanding what our sharp qualities are and as well as our our softer ones and again I I go much more into this uh, in the retreat itself what does the retreat look like well there is structure without a doubt but everything is optional and so you can, if you want, get up for a nice morning walk uh, or, or run with the guys, um, jump into the ocean. There's yoga, meditation. We have a beautiful brunch. Then there's like workshop time. And I'll we'll talk about more of those, more about those in a second. Free time. You can go stand up paddling. You can just go for a walk out in nature. You can just chill on the grounds. Then we've got some activities. And they vary each day and they're thematically kind of. Uh, scheduled in to reflect what we've actually been doing so you might have a more kind of challenging activity that's more um, driven doing masculine in inverted commas if we're looking at that kind of area versus a much more sort of surrendering letting go kind of relaxing practice if we're looking at something that is much more about being rather than doing for example and it's all cultivated and curated to actually kind of make sense and make each day stand out actually feel like it's got a theme and, and a particular aim. In the evenings we we have a dinner and then we come together and we sit in circle. and it, it's guided. there are different kind of activities we do. I won't spoil that. you've got to have some uh, some surprises. and it's often around an actual bonfire and um, I've yet to meet any man, any human that uh, that doesn't enjoy that. Speaking about the workshops. The workshops will explore themes of self-development, these words like masculine and feminine, and what that means to you, as well as polarity and what they look like in your life, your relationships and your career. And as I keep saying, it's not about us imposing our ideas, it's about, we don't want to preach a certain way to be, but really invite you to explore and inquire, to make your own mind up and find your own unique flavor and expression of healthy integrated masculinity and femininity my approach is that these are two styles of uh, behavior masculine and feminine I want to find better words for them they are skills and qualities that every human the more of them that we learn the more whole the more integrated the more uh, fulfillment we're actually going to have so if you find yourself like heavily on that kind of feminine spectrum like a lot of nice guys do like i do a lot more sensitive a lot more emotionally aware you might then struggle to uh, to nail those kind of more masculine uh, traits and behaviors of like decisiveness and just showing up and taking what you want in a cool way and just like the other way around those kind of like heavily macho guys that can be almost over uber masculine so to speak they can play those really extreme notes on the piano of masculinity they're probably going to get triggered by men women that express feminine kind of traits sometimes because it's not something that they've learned how to do and so that learning to do more of those skills and again without giving up what they can already do but like it's just like can you play one note on a piano or can you play a hundred It gives you a much uh, deeper expression of, of who you actually are. And so there's not a one way is better than the other. It's just like learning to expand. I feel like that's what women are doing. And that's kind of my approach to a lot of these workshops. And you identifying and finding where you are in this space. And then learning what skills might be helpful to you. That's kind of, uh, that's my approach. That's what's helped a lot of men. That's that's what's helped a lot of women that I work with too. Because this is, uh, it's actually beyond gender, this approach. But men's retreats, men's work tends to have a certain flavor. Um, and this is how we do it. So I could talk passionately about this for a lot more. But I hope that gives you uh, a flavor of what to expect. The price is um, pretty reasonable I and mean, we bring your own tent or camper we're looking at 750 bucks uh, share double room just under a thousand euros uh, a single room is to 1,100 euros and you know we're talking like uh, I think uh, five days, uh, six nights so it's pretty good value, all of the food is uh, kind of vegetarian vegan, um, you've got snacks in between brunch and dinner um, Heiko normally makes A fresh banana bread which I normally consume half of if you want to find out more about um, when the next retreats on if you have any um, questions specifically like go check out the website mensretreat.net there's an FAQ in there there's a way to reach out to us to book a call to find out more information Um, there's plenty of uh, testimonials from the other men that have taken part as well I'll read out a couple This is from Michael. He says, overall, it was perfect. A journey that helped me to feel grounded, present, and more aware of myself. Having deep and authentic conversations with men of different backgrounds gave me a sense of acceptance and belonging. I could realize that the struggles I am having in my life, other men also have too. One from Chris, such an incredibly strong event, strengthening in every aspect who I want to be as a man. It makes this so much clearer and gives me something to work on it felt as if it was picking me up exactly where i was in my journey of the recovering nice guy and if you want to hear more about what chris has said uh, and the impact of men's work uh, on and this retreat on him there is also an episode going back a couple um, where he talks about his journey and the impact of um, men's work on on his life and where he came from where he is now to actually running his own men's circle so Promotion, uh, wrapping up now uh, Mensretreat.net If you're interested If you want to reach out to me you've got any questions um, This is run in Denmark uh, Just north of, of Hamburg um, But I can take this model And teach it anywhere And actually I will be offering A mini, kind of mini retreat A two day event in Brisbane In Australia Venue TBC But I think we found one um, 7th and 8th of October Uh, so that's uh, brisbane australia 7th and 8th of october for a mini version of this and i can't wait to uh, to bring that over there as well all right Uh, many more podcasts coming up it's been great to get back on the mic slightly weird to be sat here doing a monologue but um if you're still listening then uh, clearly there was something in it for you (laughs) have a great day all the best and uh, until the next one thanks for listening